Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Google Workspace Recap, a Tab Geeks Network show. Each week we take you through everything announced by Google Workspace, discussing the updates of the week and other relevant news and announcements. My name is Jesse Nolan, my co-host is Steve Larson, and we are here to help you keep up. We're recording this a bit early because I'm going on a cruise this week and uploading on crappy ship Wi-Fi did not sound like my idea of fun, not to mention the fact that I was really hoping to relax on this one and uh, spend time with my family and shouldn't be taking work along as much as I enjoy what we do and, and love doing it. Um, I should, I should, you know, chill. <laughs> anyway, Steve, I love that you're wearing a uh, real estate <laughs> life shirt, know, considering right? I'm the one who works for a real estate company. <laughs> you know, I've got friends in real estate, so they gave me part of the shirt tonight. Friends uh, in low places. Wanted to try something a little different, you know, tonight. So, but uh, yeah, even though it's we're recording earlier, we're actually recording later. Um, yeah, if that makes any sense. So. <laughs> Earlier in terms of the days that we typically record, but later in terms of the time of day. So yep. uh, starting a little, a little bit later. In the, in oh, the please. You don't today. sleep anyway. What do you care? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, but uh, looking at this week's list of updates, pretty good. Pretty good mix of yeah, updates. We had, yeah, seven in total uh, and some pretty good ones in there. And, um, you know, we have a few other topics uh one of which we forgot to include from last week because it was google sheets birthday uh so google sheets turned i think what was it 16 they turned happy birthday yeah yeah uh yeah june 6 2006 is when google sheets started uh, so wow. that's the official birthday um but uh yeah otherwise uh just kind of look at these updates it's pretty pretty good variety of topics here covering a lot of different things areas within google uh, from like usability security meetings all that kind of stuff so let's jump into kind of the the summary of those updates so looking at the first one we have improved email notifications for google calendar invites this is uh i welcome this one because i've had a few accounts that have had it for a while and i'm like keep forgetting that you know, not every account has the same thing. And the new ones look really nice. The new uh, calendar invites look pretty good. I really enjoy uh, enjoy the new design. Uh, we have de-reverberation available in Google Meet now. Did Similar. you do that on purpose? <laughs> <laughs> Did not. Uh, nope. Uh, but that is, uh, that's out. Uh, virus total integration with sec the security investigation tool will provide you with some deeper insights into Chrome events. So I think we talked about virus total before on some uh, previous episodes. There's a few things coming out uh, regarding virus total. Uh, oh, oh, interesting thing that I found out uh, that Beyond Corp licenses, which are six dollars per person, sounds from what I'm hearing in the grapevine, there is a minimum spend uh, for Beyond Corp, and it is hmm. something like twenty four thousand a year. Yikes. is what the minimum spend is there you have to have it's roughly 300 i think it was someone said it was like 347 users yeah 347 users and the the minimum is 25k spend per year so keep that in mind if you're looking to implement beyond corp uh, of course there can be some exceptions made but the this the, uh, the general figure is 25k a year Good to know. Yeah. Uh, next in the list here is uh, the, giving you the ability to manage Google voice call recording options for your organization. 
you have some improved experience for removing participants from Google Meet calls. And um, next we have the ability to export search results to CSV files from the security investigation tool. And I know a few of you in the community that are excited to, uh, to see that. I think uh, our fellow uh, podcast co-host, Colin, or not co-host from, from the show, but from uh, co-hosting other shows within our, our network here. Right. Uh, network Colin, host. Yes, network host. Our network host of ours. Uh, very welcoming of that uh, capability there. Uh, and then finally, to wrap up the week, uh, we have the ability to turn on some picture-in-picture -picture and multi-pinning available now for Google Meet in Chrome. Finally. Yeah, I'm just kind of talking about Riverside <laughs> giving us the ability to do some picture-in-picture -picture, uh, within this web app here. So you can kind of right-click and view one of the feeds that you want to see when you're clicking around elsewhere. Picture-in-picture -picture is about to become my new biggest yeah. top used feature yeah because i've you know i mean we can talk about this more in the update but i've got i've got a bunch of monitors and sometimes i use all of them and then it's like all right well where did meat yeah. go and then i move it over there to get it out of the way because i need right. stuff that's in front of me but then i don't exactly you know glance over at the at the people in the call all the time and i sometimes right. i miss things so having it just hovering over you know one of the corners of my monitors here would be great yeah i usually Big fan. keep a keep a quadrant available for my Google Meet window. Yeah, well, Mr. Big, yeah, huge more. TV screen, quadrant-sized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 4K. Setup. 43-inch. It's good. I'm telling uh -huh. you, it's the best best screen ever. Uh, I don't know. I like yeah. the cockpit setup. Wrap around, uh, baby. No. I don't know. 43-inch curved? Maybe that, could, that could, maybe that could do it. So I've uh, I've custom curved them because I have them in a curved stack oh, layout, right. basically. Yeah. yeah. So they wrap around me, and it's I don't know what's four twenty-seven inch monitors. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, all right. Looking at some of the other topics we saw on the news, uh, we, we mentioned the Google Sheets birthday coming uh, the early early June. Uh, then also Google Talk is surprisingly still operational here, but that ends Thursday. It says that was a shock. So <laughs> didn't know that was actually still happening. Uh, Google famous for ending. killing things constantly, but then leaving them running forever. Yeah. Well, in the background or some remnants right. of them zombified version uh two other things we have to talk about is google uh google now lists the recommended third-party apps for google workspace interesting one there very relevant it looks like and mm. then finally this is an issue i think that you were experiencing you messaged me about this i didn't I really, did. uh, ask you too much of the details but some issues with shared drive memberships uh, and maybe something to do with groups um yep some i guess something affecting more than just your domain and others were also impacted by this, it sounds like? Yep. Yep. Right? We had a couple of people in our okay. uh, C2C group also talking about this. And yeah. like we, we had already talked with Google and they were like, I, oh. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? I, and then it I, became a bigger thing. Yeah, I noticed the other day that I could not see some of my shared drives that I'd previously been able to see. Hmm. And I could access them still through the URL if I knew what the URL ah, was. That, that's, that's this. Okay. Yeah. Are so, you are you in groups that are given access to that drive, and that's how you gain access? That's this. I think it was. I think. And it the was, workaround is you can d directly access it through the link. Yeah. 
yeah, let me see if that was the case here. I'm looking at my team technology folder, share drive. No, you know what? I was I was a I was a member specifically as a manager as well as oh. through a group. Oh, maybe because you were also through a group then. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, well, it was very frustrating for us, but we'll go into that. Uh, they said by Tuesday. Tuesday coming up on like the June this coming 21st? Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I think they've probably fixed for some because I'm seeing all my shared drives now. That oh. Excellent. So, yep. Yeah, I noticed. I noticed quite. A, once I saw the one missing, I noticed a few others as well. So, must be because of that. I would have had a freaking heart attack if my shared drives were missing. <laughs> yeah, but you can. You know how to get to them, though. That's the good thing as an admin. You know. Yeah, but are they missing or are they gone? Well, what I'm just saying is, like, as an admin, you I mean can, we have backups, but still. no, you can go like to the shared drives in the admin console and access the id and you know yeah i was more thinking maybe somebody deleted it right yeah but we have backups for that reason i suppose all right let's dive into that first update then so the first one is that improved email notification for google calendar invites so a bit of a refresh here on what those uh, emails are going to look like when they're when you're receiving those calendar invites from google calendar uh, there'll be some just, you know, better location of information. It looks a little bit nicer, some rounded edges there on everything. And, uh, <laughs> just, you know, just looks a little bit better. The rollout to this one is going to be split between rep release domains, which had these updates start the 13th of June. And that was on a gradual rollout up to 15 days for uh, feature visibility there. And then the scheduled release domain, uh, you'll be waiting until the 27th of June, and that will be on a full rollout with uh, one to three days for feature visibility uh, available to everyone, uh, essentially, all workspace customers, legacy, uh, and also personal users with personal accounts, too. So this It is, is about time they have done something everyone. about this problem. Let me tell you how frustrating it is to get a... Your event has changed. Okay. What the... Frick oh, has changed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what <laughs> changed? Yeah, more clear. I, you know what? I always thought that that information was in there in a little box, but. No, it's often not. It's, really? I don't know what the difference is. Oftentimes it will not See, maybe I've just, you be know very I must, easy. I must to have find just been it. using this new design for so long that I thought it was Could always be, there. Yeah. No, it very often does not say anything. And you're just like okay. looking at the time, looking at the location, yeah. looking at the link. And it happens a yeah, lot of times with vendors true. too, where they're like add a person, but doesn't show you that they've added a person. So there's literally nothing I can see that changed. And I'm just like, is it a different Zoom link? And I'm looking at all the characters in the link and comparing them. Like, is it off by one? What the hell has changed? Right. So yeah. this is very, very welcome. <laughs> Good. Big fan, big fan. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of sticking in that uh, kind of similar topic area, uh, calendar invites, you know, also have Google Meet there. Uh, so Google Meet now is going to be adding de-reverberation into Google Meet. So this is a feature that helps with the sound, uh, similar to what you um, you know might have experienced with the background noise filters, but a little bit different. So it will automatically filter out echoes created by spaces with hard surfaces, such as like basements or kitchens, or in the one video that I saw, I think someone was in a, uh, you know, the staircase of a building. Uh, they were getting some echo in there. 
Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so it kind of helps with that audio quality. Uh, so this is going to be available to a select few of you. Uh, it has rolled out to everyone already, uh, but it has rolled out only to the uh, Workspace Business Standard, Business Plus, Enterprise Essentials, Enterprise Standard, Enterprise Plus, Education Plus, Teaching Learning Upgrade, and Frontline Customers. Uh, it is not available to the Workspace Essentials, Business Starter, Education Fundamentals, Education Standard, Nonprofits, which would be me, unfortunately, as well as G Suite, Basic, and Business Customers. Uh, speaking of which, I am trying to look into doing some partial domain licensing for nonprofits. So, hopefully, that can be possible. Um, yeah, we've got you know we've got like two hundred forty accounts that you know we get for free, and it's kind of unlimited free accounts. But for the forty or so active people that we have, it'd be nice to get some enterprise features for them. And uh, luckily, Google gives you seventy percent off uh, those uh, costs, which is nice. Uh, it's a nonprofit, so. Uh, just kind of waiting to make sure we can get that PDL approved for our domain there. Really, I don't understand why Google makes PDL such a pain in the ass to get. I know, I know. It it's only just, helps just, them. Yeah, it should just be you know <laughs> an easy thing. Like click a button, add a license type, and off you go. Yeah, that's it. I've got that's X it. amount of licenses. Great. I want ten. You yeah. know, standard. Yeah. And I want. 30 like hey hey plus, google i want to like, pay you more can you just let me seriously pay you more it's <laughs> like why is it so hard to let me pay you some more money I don't you know? instant I like you could <laughs> <laughs> google doesn't know yet <laughs> well tell your google assistant to tell it's uh oh now mine's listening to tell it's uh overlord masters there to uh open it up yes, i mean think about yes. it it'd be much much easier for people like if you know google wants to pad their bottom line a little bit just to open it up and instant revenue there hey you can now everybody can do this yep. you don't have to complain and moan and beg your google right. rep that most yeah. people don't even know that they have to uh, turn this on yeah, for them i literally had to beg to beg and fight. Yeah. Oh no, it's not possible. Don't tell me it's not possible. I know it's a thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess it is possible, but you're not you're not able to get it. Stop telling me no. <laughs> yeah. Five hundred users. Give it to me. Actually I had significantly less than. I probably had mm, three hundred and fifty users okay. then. But still. Yeah. 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 All right. Next up. We'll get there. We'll get there. Next up, next update is the the virus total integration with Security Center investigation tool. It's going to give you some deeper insights into Chrome events. So, virus total, if you have that, uh, kind of check in the security investigation tool here. It was already available for Gmail log events, but now it is coming to Chrome log events, and this will uh, just, you know give you some additional information around what's happening across your endpoints there and um, kind of interesting information around I'm just trying to look here at what this is um, you know whether or not some sort of file comes into the org and uh, is maybe malicious just has some sort of you know malware attached to it looks like here um, looking at the version here, um, just looking look at some, some of the details. There's two versions of uh, virus total reports. 
we have standard enhanced, standard and enhanced. Uh, the standard version is displayed for admins who have the Security Center virus total and view report privileges. And uh, the enhanced version is automatically displayed for, displayed for paid virus total subscribers who have an active uh, virustotal.com login session with their uh, virus total enterprise user account. So it will be, uh, you know, kind of de dependent upon what uh, functionality you have there with virus total. Uh, it is rolling out to both wrap release and scheduled release domains now, so it's already out there. And it's available to Enterprise Plus, Education Standard, and Education Plus customers. Interesting tidbit here. I had remembered that Google had bought VirusTotal a while back, yeah. and it was in September of 2012. But I did, not owner, I did not notice that they switched ownership over to Chronicle, which is Google's subsidiary, cybersecurity subsidiary. Yeah. Uh, that happened back in 2018. So follow the money, but you know it's always interesting seeing yeah. how these things are structured and set up. So in case you're yeah. curious, VirusTotal is now owned by Google and is now technically owned by Chronicle. There you go. Good stuff. Uh, next, yeah, next we have, what do we have here? Uh, next is voice the, call recording. the voice, Google voice call recording options for your organization. Yep. So as an admin, uh, you can access any call recordings from Google Vault and users can see their own recordings from their voice call settings. Uh, so this uh, kind of makes it easier to find and access and manage those recordings. For your org, uh, this is going to um, start rolling out. When does it start rolling out? Here, scrolling down. Actually, there's a lot of things being mentioned prior to the rollout pace, uh, but it is coming to wrap release. It's going to release domains uh, for the admin console settings. It is on an extended rollout, potentially longer than 15 days uh, for visibility. There, starting on the 14th of June. And if you have this enabled for your calls, um, so recording of calls, both automatic and on demand, that will be available around, on or around the 11th of July. And this is going to be available to, um, well, automatic voice recording is available to all Google Voice Premier customers. And on demand voice recording is available to Premier and Standard. So Starter does not seem to have this feature available to them at all. In the screenshot, and now it's been a little while since I've properly used Google Voice because, yeah. as you know, we switched off of it to go to Ring Central, and you know, we'll see if we are able to go back um, when our contract is up. But in the screenshot here, I don't know if you have it open in front of you, under the uh, Jeffrey Clark heading and Gloria Hill headings, it has SE on there. Do you know what that stands for? Jeffrey Hill and Gloria Clark. No, Jeffrey, you, you swapped it. Jeffrey Clark and Gloria Hill. <laughs> Whatever, it's the red SE on those calls in the screenshot. The red I don't know. SE on the calls. I don't see this. I see, the, Lauren, I see an image for Lauren Roberts. Yeah, on the left side where it's, yeah. Lauren Roberts, and then Jeffrey Clark, and then Ethan Lattimore. I only see Lauren Roberts in all the pictures. I see two pictures for her. Where are you looking? No, no. Scroll to the top. 
Oh, the top. Top of the the post. There is yep. a screenshot of the whole screen. Oh, screen. I see now what you mean. I see. I guess I should share my screen the, for the pink, uh, the audience the pink here. text next to the person's name. Yeah. Right. S E. Okay. And you're wondering what S E stands for. Yeah. That's all. Hmm. It's my screen sharing. I wonder if it means security engineer. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know me. I like to uh, look at screenshots that they yeah, post here and uh, try and dig into it. Yeah. But I, that's something I hadn't seen before. Or at mm. least I don't remember seeing. Um, of course, when I was using Google Voice, they didn't have call recording. They didn't have call transfer. They didn't have a lot of stuff. So it's come a long way, and I'm always happy to see them adding more stuff because yeah. I, I do I do want to be on Google Voice. I, I really honestly do. It's just not complex enough for our needs at this point in time. Right. Yeah, I was just trying you know to, to see if I could... Uh see this se reference in any of my calls that i've had recently but i can't bring my calls up at the moment whoops yeah that's right that's great more work for myself but it occurs to me that it might be helpful to people and those in the audience should let me know would you like to actually see the screenshots of some of the stuff that we talk about up on like you know on our video mm -hmm. screen here while we're talking about them Probably would that be helpful idea. or is it just i mean Trying to think how I would do that. I have to just move our video tiles around and throw up the screenshot of uh, what we're talking about on the screen there. Not just when I start picking up our well, screenshot, but for each of the updates that too. has a screenshot, could have something on there just as a point of reference for yeah. people. Yeah. I don't know I mean, if people are watching it on their, you know, big screens and actually watching the video or if they just like to put it on. And, right. and obviously, the podcast world is not going to make a difference. Audio is audio. But yeah. um, for those on the visual side, it may maybe interesting to have. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I think the best way to do it probably would then be with something like OBS, you know, where you have mm. your, you can have the multiple feeds coming into it, you know, pre, pre mixed. Yeah, I don't need to do it live. Well, you can do it post. I guess, but it would just be easier to do it live, you know? Yeah. I think. Maybe. Something to think well, about. Especially if you wanted to, yeah, I think it would be easier to do it live. We are episode 25, and I'm always thinking about ways to continue improving the show. So, yeah. headed towards episode 100. Yeah, I've got to figure out what episode that's going to be. It might be this one. Who knows? <laughs> a little too early. A little too early for that, I think, but it's coming up quickly. Yeah. All right, let's continue the show. Uh, yes. So, speaking, around, speaking about the, this feature here with call recording, uh, it is available. Uh, roll out pace here to wrap release and schedule release domains. Uh, I think I mentioned the timing, didn't I? Yes, I, I did. Think so, yeah. I also, yeah, yeah, I mentioned Onward. Also. Uh, next. <laughs> I try not to interrupt you too much. That's okay. I'm just trying to, yeah, I'm, look, <laughs> I'm looking at the text I was about to read there. I'm like, oh yeah, I've said this before. So the, the next one, back to meet in terms of features here, improved experience for removing participants from Google Meet calls. So you can now... Uh, opt to simply remove the user from the call. You can fill out an additional abuse report and or block the user from rejoining. And they recommend, of course, using the block functionality only when absolutely necessary. Blocked users can be manually uh, added back to the call from the people panel if you need to. So um, keep an eye out for those additional uh, 
kick the user out to participant settings. Uh, that is going to be coming to uh, ref release and schedule release domain starting the 15th of June on like Regirill for up to 15 days for visibility. And then and this is going to be available to everybody, even those G Suite basic uh, and business customers uh, and also personal accounts. Two more updates to go. Uh, the next one is that you can now export your security investigation tool logs to CSV for better analysis and just better visibility overall because once they started to move away from the audit log report section into investigation tool, things have been a little bit uh, challenging to get used to, I would say. Uh, and the other thing too that I don't like about the new investigation tool is that I can't like create a link to the investigation subsection that I want to send someone to anymore. So if I want to send someone to, you know, drive log events versus admin log events, I don't get this nice, you know, unique URL anymore because it hmm. has, well, it, it has this unique URL. I don't have this consistent URL because I get a unique URL that sends you to a investigation tool URL, which has that, you know, long random string on it because they're thinking, oh, this person's going to save it. So we want to have a unique URL to come back here if they start to build out their search query and then save it. Um, so I don't know, I'm not really a, a huge fan of the new investigation tool design and look and feel, but yeah, it is what it is. Uh, so talking about this update though, uh, you know, as I said, you can now export your results into a CSV format and then share that, uh, share that results, that results, the file accordingly, along with manipulate the data in there as you feel like you need to. Uh, this is going to be uh, rolling out to wrap release and schedule release domains started on the 15th of June, and it's going to be a gradual rollout up to 15 days for visibility there. And it's available to all workspace customers as well as the legacy G Suite uh, basic and business. So going to be coming to all users near you. And then last but not least, in terms of updates, we have picture-in-picture -picture and multi-pinning available for Google Meet in Chrome. So a nice little way to uh, keep the video call front and center and visual and within your, uh, within your view uh, when you're maybe collaborating or sharing another, from another tab where it would be difficult to kind of go back and see who's saying what or who's gesturing what if you don't have a very large 4K 43-inch screen <laughs> like I do, uh, this can be helpful. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm also using picture-in-picture, picture, so I kind of have, I don't know, at least four, five, six, seven. I have at least seven windows open that do not overlap everyone entirely so I can see what's going on for the most part. Uh, for those of you looking to use this, though, uh, you know, it's just kind of not going to be something you can control from the admin console, but your end users will start to see this. And this started the 16th of June on an extended rollout, uh, potentially longer than 15 days for visibility for both wrapped release and scheduled release domains. And this will be available uh, to everyone. Again, everyone's going to get this. All workspace customers, legacy like T2 Basic, as well as personal accounts. When so, it says you can now pin multiple video feeds, 
Does that mean picture in picture pin or pin them to a position on the screen? You can definitely move them around very fluidly on the screen. You can move them pretty much anywhere you want. That I did test. Individual tiles. Well, per meeting, yeah. Yeah, but in the meeting you can move people around similar to what Zoom has oh, been able to do for a long time. No, I don't think so. Uh, come on. Why I don't know. Do that? Um, because I don't like where my tile is on the screen, and I want to move mine around and put someone else's in, in its place. Okay. <laughs> or I want a specific couple of people on the top row, and the other people I don't care where they show up. Right. You know? Yeah. There's, I think there's a way to sort by name or activity and meet. I don't think so. You can no. pin, like, one person, but... Yeah. I thought there was a way to sort of alphabetically or by participation. Uh, maybe. Anyways, we've got some other topics here in the news. Um, we have Google Talk. Well, I'll let you take this take this over. Jesse, it's all yours. Okay, sure. This is a uh, Verge article that Google Talk is surprisingly still operational, although it's really just um, a part of it a zombified part of it, um, formerly known as Gchat or betterly known as Gchat. Um, Google Talk has still been accessible by third-party XMPP clients like Pigeon and Gadgem. For those who remember Pigeon from the good old days, people still use Pigeon? Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't use it, but I loved it. It was great. I wish Back I in the day, it was around. a godsend. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, if you're one of those users that are still using those tools, and I'm sure I butchered the second one there, um, name-wise, um, Google is shutting it down as of June 16th, which happened. So, sorry. <laughs> you're, uh, you're out of luck. Google says it's winding down. Google Talk will no longer support third-party apps, citing its initial announcement in 2017. Oh, well. <laughs> sorry. Uh, Pigeon recommends using a plugin that they have for Google Chat instead. So just a uh, end of an era, I suppose, over there. Then as Steve mentioned, happy birthday, Google Sheets, or as it was originally called, Google Spreadsheets. According to the post of a uh, product VP who is now at LinkedIn, um, they started on June 6, 2006, a small team of four. They launched Google Spreadsheets and was the first real-time collaboration, autosaved, yada, yada, um, to come to Google Apps. Really? Real-time autosave collaboration was Sheets before it was Docs? I, I, I mean, sort of remember that. I guess that. so. I, I don't know. I thought Docs came first. We'll have to uh, dig into the history for that. Dig into the history books. So this came from Docverse. So they acquired a company called Docverse. Which was already doing that, and then they added it to Docs. Um, that you know, that was after, because this says it came out to what two thousand six. Yeah, June six two thousand six is when they launched. Yeah, the Doc first acquisition was twenty ten. Oh. The... Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, here this is so the yeah Google Sheets originated from Excel Two Web, which was a web based spreadsheet application developed by Two Web Technologies. And that was that was acquired by Google in two thousand six. That was the acquiring acquisition that happened. So then turned into Google Labs spreadsheets. <laughs> yep. Wow. 
was launched as a test. Yeah, it was launched as a test for a limited number of users on a first come first serve basis on the sixth of June. Yep. Standard. That's when I started. Cool. Long time ago. All right, mm-hmm. on to the next uh, topic here is Google lists their recommended third-party apps for Google Workspace. These apps will be familiar to most of you. If you, well, anybody who's listening to this, I expect you to be familiar with these because they are relatively the biggest players in their Haven't, spaces. Have they, they've always had this landing page before, though. Is this new? They have. I was list? wondering. I think I think it's updated. Um, uh, what this is is a select number of third-party apps every year that they put out that are part of Google yeah. Workspace Marketplace. So this has been updated. And there are some new ones up, up on here. I don't think Supermetrics has been on there before. Um, there's a total of 12 third-party apps that they have given their seal of approval. The shortlist is AODocs, um, which uh, yeah. critical, doc, critical documents can That's be controlled. Easy yeah, to find. That's been around forever. Dialpad. Yeah, Copper CRM has been around. Dialpad, uh, Ring Central is also on there. So you got two yeah. uh, really solid. Um, and they, they work closely with Google to make sure that their apps really work well with Chrome and, yeah. and whatnot, so, and with the uh, Google integration. So then you also have DocuSign, Lumaps, Mail Meteor, which I, I wasn't really aware of, um, mm-hmm. allows, enables Gmail and Google Workspace users to send personalized mass emails. That's a pretty useful tool. I've wanted to do that a couple of times and had to figure out how to do it. Uh, Miro, which we've seen before, Ring Central, as I mentioned, SheetGo. Um, which is uh, allows you to connect files to create powerful automation. Anybody who's gone down the automation path or trying to do more with Sheets will be familiar with that one. Sign Easy, I'm not familiar with that one, but I guess it's another, um, what do you call it, uh, DocuSign type. Um, I, I like Sign Now personally, but hey. Then you got Supermetrics, which is a marketing tool, and Yam, yet another mail merge. So. Those are the ones on the list. Obviously, there are some. There's more that are out there that are really high quality, but those are the ones that Google has given their official seal of approval. So go and check those out. And then um, the shared drive membership issue. This is something that cropped up for us where uh, it turned out that this was a bigger, more widespread issue with a couple of other people, as we mentioned before, in our, um, a C2C community that we're in that were also talking about this, that um, they had issues with it in their company, and we were able to uh, figure out kind of what was causing it, and then Google acknowledged the issue. But essentially, um, when a user was recently added to a group that is a member, of a, share, a member of a shared drive, and that's how the user gets access, the user isn't going to see the shared drive in the UI, and admins uh, won't be able to see the shared drive membership in the user account details in the admin console. And that was one of the things that was confusing us. We're like, well, they're in the group and our automation is set up that if they're in the group, they get access to this drive, obviously. Um, we call it our automation, but it's really just you know, how Google works. And um, it was very peculiar to us because in the admin console, that should have showed up and it didn't. Um, one of the workarounds here is that users can access the shared drive by navigating directly to its URL. So if you know that they're supposed to be in there, you can just grab the link, send it to them, and say, "Hey, click this," and they should be able to get into it. Um, the other, the 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 other workaround or the fix temporarily is to remove and re-add the group, not the person from the group, oh. which we first tried, but re-add the group to the drive, at which point shared drives will immediately be available in the drive UI and visible to admins in the user account details of the admin mm. console. And I'm reading from a, uh, a, a, a statement that was issued to us. The 
that is a bit of an inconvenience because then everybody temporarily loses access. So I'd be very careful when doing that. Make sure nobody's really yeah. messing around in there or doing anything. Um, uh, but it's possible that this was already resolved. Steve was saying that it seemed to be uh, a fix for, for him already. Yeah. And um, the fix is expected by Tuesday. And FYI, it is not listed in the customer care portal's system system status sit there. Yeah. System status section. Say that five times fast because there is a workaround for it. So it's not technically listed as a issue, mm. downtime, etc. Yeah. But it's still kind of an issue. So um, in case you were banging your head against the wall going, why the hell can't they access the files? That's why. Did you have something you want to add to that, Steve? Nope. Nothing. Just All right. not and, in then the last thing I, I wanted to put out there, I don't know what happened, but if anybody listens to our show on Spotify exclusively, for some reason, the last episode, last week's episode, episode 24, isn't showing up in Spotify. It's everywhere else, huh. including Apple Podcasts. I think it's a Google Podcasts. I, I didn't check Google Podcasts, but I checked a couple of them. And um, it, obviously on YouTube, it's showing up as well. The it's That's even more weird because the platform that I use to disseminate the podcast is Anchor, which is owned by Spotify. So you would think that it would be, it would be there first and then, you know, maybe not go elsewhere. Um, Steve, can you check if it's in Google podcasts? I'm checking right now. Yeah. Um, I'm curious if it showed up there. Something must've glitched there. I tried re-uploading the file. Um, it's on a Google podcast. So it's just, it's just Spotify. That's borked, I guess. Um, I will bring it up with the uh, with the anchor team. I'm in a, uh, a top creator Slack community with them, so I will uh, let them know that yeah, that every, happened, every, and hopefully we can get that showing up on. It's bizarre, huh? Yeah. Well, if you missed episode 24, go on YouTube and check it out. Tabgeeks.com forward slash YouTube or YouTube.com forward slash Tabgeeks, or go on a different podcasting platform such as Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts if you're on iOS and so on. Um, that's pretty much it. That's all for this week. Send us your questions and comments on Twitter at Workspace Recap and on our website, WorkspaceRecap.com. Hit the subscribe button, leave us a review, leave us a comment on the video, go and subscribe to the channel, check out our other show, SAS Showdown. The whole first season is out. Uh, and for anybody who is a Starlink user or is interested in Starlink business, I have the first video on YouTube coming up unboxing and setting up Starlink business. Um, I was one of the first ones to get it. Somehow roll the dice, just got lucky. And so I went out and set it up and uh, filmed it up for you all. And unfortunately, the, the dish itself was already buzzing. It was making a buzzing sound, which is not good. They, I have to tell you, the support line actually like, works. It's the sound now, of space, right? Sound uh, sure, yes. That's that's yeah. the sound of the, the yeah. data bits going up right. into space yeah. and back again. Yeah, Bzz, right, sure. Um, Starlink was, uh, because it's so early, they wanted to get the dish back and be able to diagnose it. So they immediately RMA'd it and shipped me a new one, which I was like, oh, sweet. Um, on the other hand, the site that I have it at is two and a half hours from my house. So I really don't want to have to go out there and, and swap it out. But, you know, I'll, I guess for the good of the, uh, good of the, the, the whole, I will so that Starlink can get it back and make sure it's not a, a issue or a larger issue there. But I will have that video up uh, hopefully by tomorrow on YouTube. So if you're interested, go and check it out. It's going to be part of my new series, WFX, which is a tomorrow, business technology show about working from everywhere. Yeah, when this is going to go live. It should go live, both of them at around the same time. Okay. So, 
and that's going to be part of my new show WFX, which is like this business tech show, uh, talking about working from anywhere and the technology that, that enables us to do so. So it's something I've wanted to do for a long time. Start talking about all the tech and tools and stuff that we use to be able to work from home or work from a cruise ship if I was so wanted, or uh, you know, uh, anywhere in the world. So that's all for this week. Um, have a great week, and we'll see you all next time on Workspace Recap. <laughs>